Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello. Welcome to the POC podcast, a politics podcast from a POC perspective. I'm your host, Andres, and you're going to have joined by my awesome co-host, Maite. Hello, everyone. This is Maite. I am back this week because Andrea knew how to fawn over me. We did not allow Carla to come back. Because she has no idea how to fawn over anyone. That whole pata sucia shit doesn't fly well with me. So <laughs> it will just be it will just be us two this week. Yeah. The Enjoy. Pata, the pata sucia may be back next week, but she's busy board meetings and doing things to save transportation in the greater Seattle area. So we'll have her back next week. But my Dan are here to cover you for the madness that was this week. <laughs> you ready to do this, my thing? Uh, I am so ready for the madness. All right. So let's start with some updates. This is going to be the segment where we kind of give you an update to stories that we've brought to you before and kind of tell you where, what, how they've come along. So we mentioned a couple weeks ago that the investigation committee in the House had given Trump a deadline of Friday, 623, to either produce uh, the Comey tapes or admit that there was no Comey tapes. On Thursday, Trump responded to that with two tweets. And I quote, with all the recent reported electronic surveillance, intercepts, unmasking, and illegal leaking of information, I have no idea whether there are tapes, in parentheses, in quotations, or recordings of my conversation with James Comey, but I did not make and do not have any such recordings. The White House sent an official response to Congress, literally quoting this idiot's tweet. That's the where we are, my day. Like, tweets are now official responses to Congress. But, of course, clearly, it makes the three-paragraph minimum, right? I guess so. It was probably, yeah, that's, like, that's... to fill it up, like, and the pre- as the president clearly stated in his tweet. <laughs> I, I mean, it's, it's more like defining the quote. And since they don't speak to him, the quote of his tweet is, is whatever he tweets. But then they tell us, don't pay attention. It's just social media. It's not a big deal. Right. But you're responding to Congress via tweet. You're making pronouncements via tweet. But We don't need spicy anymore. We have the tweet machine. Oh, we're going to address spicy in a minute. But my favorite was Auntie Maxine. She had the greatest recap for this whole bullshit nonsense. (laughs) Auntie Maxine said, no Comey tapes, no Obama wiretapping, no evidence against Susan Rice. No tax return, and in five months, still no clue how to be president. Definitely. I, I love that <laughs> team She's the best. It was a great update, uh, Mr. Tweety. <laughs> I know. It's like, just send, the, just send the Twitter bird over, right, to just deliver it to Congress. Like, I mean, that, that should be spicy. There we go. That's spicy's new job. There you go. Yep. All right. So this week's highlights and lowlights. We have the Pizzagate shooter was sentenced to four years in prison. The North Carolina man who fired an assault rifle inside a Washington, D.C. pizzeria while investigating if an online conspiracy known as Pizzagate was sentenced to 48 months in prison on Thursday. 
Edgar Madison Welsh, 29, received also 36 months of probation and was ordered to pay $5,744.33 in restitution for firing three shots with an AR-15 rifle at Comet Pink Pond Pizza in Northwest Washington, D.C. He claimed that he was attempting to find and rescue child slaves that were being held captive at the restaurant, a belief that was based on reading a false story circulating that said Hillary Clinton's campaign advisor and her had kids in that pizzeria. What do you think about this, my thing? <laughs> do you think it's long enough? <sighs> I mean, this, luckily, I mean, he, you know, he supposedly went in there and saw no kids, so he's like, oh, we're good, and didn't actually and kill it. anyone. But... Yeah, I mean, we start. We need to start doing something about this mental illness situation. And the fake news, like he really believed that he was gonna go save the childrens. Like, I don't, I don't get it. And then that amount, the restitution amount, is really weird. Five thousand seven hundred forty-four dollars and thirty-three cents. I wonder if it's just damages. I guess. Probably the assessed damages that he did. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that was Pizzagate. <laughs> that was exciting. So let's dive into the Georgia Six. Womp womp. Womp womp womp. We all had our hopes up. I was like so hopeful, even though it was unrealistic, but I was pretty hopeful. But you know what though? I was doing some analysis when I was tap- when I was looking at the numbers. So Karen Handel, the Republican crazy lady, yeah, her, she won fifty one point nine percent. And also I've got forty eight point one percent. Which is interesting enough, might they, when the first special election happened before this runoff to select the two candidates, if nobody got 50% or above, the two top candidates would go to this runoff. Handel got like 19%. Ossoff at that time got 48.1. So he got 48.1 on both elections, which makes me think that there really is only 48.1 Democrats because all these districts are so rat-fucked and gerrymandered that there is no more Democrats to be had. Yep, yep. Uh, like, he yeah, got everything I mean, he could. There was no amount of money that I mean, could the, pour in there that could get him... If there's no more Democrats, there's no more Democrats to get. Yeah, I mean, that wasn't ours to win, but yeah. he did make a statement. Yeah, I mean, the way I see it, we... It sucks. Like, I'm not going to sugarcoat it. That That one hurt. But you're right. Like, all these special elections, they're not stupid. Every party, whether it's Democrats or the Republicans, they pick uh, people that are going to win, that they know that those are safe districts, you know? They don't pick random, like, oh, I'm going to put my at-play district up here just for shits and giggles, you know? So, it makes sense. It was a bummer, because we had hope. And I I think his best shot would have been to win it outright the first time. Um, Yeah. But I still think, like, if we're going to be real and keep it 1600 I think if Asaf would have won this race, it, he wouldn't have won it in 2018 again. I don't think. Yeah. I mean, unless it changed the districts. Yeah. But. Which they won until yeah. 2020. That's when they redraw them again. Right. When with so. the new census. So, uh, I don't think he could have, like, if we're going to be real, like, I don't think it would have stayed in Democratic hands. It just would have been a nice, like, flag <laughs> to plant. <laughs> I mean, I did want him to win by six points, which was unrealistic, but... Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm taking a little joy that uh, that uh, Paul Ryan's Super PAC had to spend so much money to defend the seat that they had previously won by 20, 30 points. Uh, and they sent like, everyone? Yeah, to win by four. 
But uh, and they send anyone they could find to send there and yeah. put all the money that they had. Yep. Uh, I hope people don't get discouraged. Yeah, I hope so too, because it sucks, but it's not the only race to be had, and there's races that are going to be much more open to us. And like Nancy Pelosi mentioned, that would have never been even one of the ones they're going for to get the twenty-four they need to get the majority back next year. So there's a lot more districts, and if by by the margins that we're losing, there we could pick up fifty seats and take back the Senate. You know what I mean? So there's still a lot to be hopeful about. But, you know, we'll be honest. It stung and it sucked. And it was the worst when Cittolini was on the Twitter machine gloating and being obnoxious. That was not cool. <laughs> yeah. So that was the Georgia 6th. But I agree with you. I think you're totally right. Like, we can't give up and we can't be discouraged. we got to keep fighting. Because what else can we do, right? <laughs> yep. We're not going to sit down and allow this to happen. Mm-mm, not today, not tomorrow, <laughs> not the day after that. Mm-mm. Not until Trump Russia takes him out. <laughs> exactly. That's and to good. Putin said, "I've had enough with this man." Yes. Get him out. Get him out. He's he's useful idiot no more. <laughs> there is not enough vodka in the world to make me want to deal with this idiot. <laughs> exactly. All right, Mate, are you ready to do this? You ready to dive into Trump Care? A.K.A. Oh, repeal and go fuck the, yourself. The biggest, crappiest piece of legislation ever. Yeah, I mean, I was expecting that. I thought the whole objective was going to be, oh, the Senate is doing a new bill. It's going to be, I thought their maneuver was going to be like, it's much nicer than the House's. These, asshole right. went, these assholes went totally super far and made it much worse. Yeah. So, I mean, I think they were just buying time to see they have the votes so they kept on saying yes we're fixing it we're working on it but it's the same shit as the house yeah it's like just as bad same shit burger different bun mm-hmm. um, and part of yeah. me i read this article that mcconnell's basically doing the show them a body let's just give them a vote so that we can say we tried and then whoever says no then they can fall on their sword and the rest of us yeah. will be like we tried but should we uh, let's go over a quick recap of who gets affected who gets helped? Younger Americans who will pay less for coverage. The healthy who could buy less expensive plans because now there's no ma- mandates of what should be covered, like prescriptions, health insurance for mentally ill, all that kind of good stuff. The wealthy. None of that is covered. Yeah. So the wealthy would pay, of course, less in taxes. And insurance are going to receive more federal funds, might they? Isn't that great? Yep. So pretty much the big businesses are going to get covered. People that don't need the insurance will get covered. Everybody else is going to get fucked. The 1% is going to get their huge tax cuts. So let's go, just dive into who gets hurt. So many Obama enrollees, Obamacare enrollees, who are going to now have to pay more out of pocket for those costs that were now previously covered under the ACA. Lower income Americans are going to be left uninsured. Older enrollees are going to be seeing their premiums soar. Fewer middle-class Americans are going to be able to qualify for subsidies now because the they're raising, they're lowering the, they're raising the sorry the minimum that you have to your income for you to get a subsidy. Those with pre-existing pre-existing conditions or predictions are going to receive fewer covered services. Uh, your favorite Planned Parenthood and their patients are of course square in the crosshairs, and they're square, yeah, and those which this is. 
this is a promise that Trump made that I genuinely, I genuinely, and I will admit that I was naive. I genuinely thought he was going to keep. He said he wasn't going to put his paws on Medicare and Medicaid, but those who are Medicaid and Medicare are going to be affected too. Seniors who make up two-thirds of people in nursing homes and rely primarily on Medicaid, your families are not going to have to figure out how to pay for that because the government ain't got no money for that. Children who have Medicare, nearly 35 million children get their health care through Medicaid or the CHIP program that Hillary Clinton made. That's all gone. People with disabilities, in 2011, Medicaid provided uh, Medicare services, including in-home services, to 10 million people with disabilities. That's going to get cut. And women, which nearly 17 million women between the ages of 19 and 64 rely on Medicaid for essential health care services, including reproductive care. In addition, they also enhance economic security for women so that they can, you know, have different jobs and just use their Medicare if they don't have a job that has a, a you know, insurance plan. The interesting thing, and I want to get your take on this, Maite, is Senator Rand Paul, Ted Cruz, Mike Lee, Ron Johnson, and Dean Heller. That's five Republicans who said they're not going to vote for the, um, the current draft of the bill. So that means that that's more than the three McConnell can afford to lose because he can afford mm-hmm. to lose two and then Pence would come in and tie break it. So he can't afford to lose three because he doesn't have the numbers to cover it. This is five. Yep. And it seems that from the, the crux of what they're all agreeing on is that either they're saying it's not mean enough, they're saying I will only vote for something that actually repeals it. They're not going to vote mm-hmm. for a, a rep- they're not going to vote for a replace or Obamacare light. They want a full repeal. So my question is, if they do anything to appease these guys, they're going to lose the moderates they have now. So what do you think is going to happen? I mean, I think he's going to do the same thing he did in the House. I think he's going to try to speed up the vote and then say, um, you know, it's out of his hands. He tried um, to help the American people and they people didn't support it. So it's out of his hands. Yeah, I guess he had Trump had that tweet of like, I know these great Republican senators would never not go for this. They're gonna vote for this, right? Exactly. And like to cut it to put it down, like it's uh, the, the numbers that you said. It's really one in five women mm-hmm. of reproductive age that um, benefit with Medicaid. Mm-hmm. These are women that get on birth control, get the preventive care. So not everyone, like, when they think about this, think, oh, these are women, you know, even though there's nothing wrong with it, that are pregnant using the services. These are women, some, many of the women that are trying not mm-hmm. to get pregnant and then their services are going to be removed from them. Yep. And, and not only that, but people think, oh, well, I'm not on the ACA, so why does it matter to me? Well, now your plan for your business can be shitty, you know? It doesn't have to cover all yep. the things that were a solid plan before. They don't want you to get pregnant. They don't want to cover it when you're pregnant. They don't. They don't want to do anything for the kid what? once he's born. They don't want to do. Yep. They just. Yeah, they and I mean. Hate the child. Exactly. Uh, well. I mean, and many of them, I think, want to do it quickly, also, because they're getting scared. I mean, they're getting so many calls. Yeah. So many visitors. So many people that are in the district and going to DC, that they just want to get this over with and move on to the next thing. Can we talk and about it, that for a minute? The people that yeah. showed up at McConnell's office, people in wheelchairs that got arrested. So people, yep, just for being there. There is no excuse for you not to protest, for you not to call. If people in a wheelchair can go get arrested in Mitch McConnell's office in D.C., you can get off your ass and make some calls. 
I'm going to give you guys the Senate switchboard, which is 202-224-3121. If you have a Democratic senator, tell them to raise hell and to put all Senate business into a halt until this shit is stopped. If you have a Republican one, then tell them that they suck and to not support this sh- shit sandwich. <laughs> uh, well, don't tell them they suck, but tell them not to support this crap. <laughs> but, I, I mean, what what kind of world are we living in, Mike? There are people in wheelchairs... Are getting thrown in, thrown out of offices and senators. Like I, it's it's ridiculous. There's no respect, no respect whatsoever. I don't want to be that disillusioned that they have no soul. But like, how can you be okay with that? They don't. They they have they don't. I mean they don't really care. They they are in the DC bubble and they think that they're going to be protected. Hello, they thought Trump get elected. They think anything is possible. I guess anything is worth it for those tax cuts for the rich. Exactly. Those are the ones that get to their campaign. Those are the ones that fund their campaigns. This isn't a health plan. This is a fucking tax cut. That's all it is. Masquerading as a, oh, look at me, I'm a health bill. I mean, some people think that health care is a privilege. And poor people don't need health care because they're a burden. Well, some of them actually said that. But then, like on Joy Reid's show earlier this morning, one of the crazy Republican senators that had the balls to show up at Joy Reid's show, which you should know better than to go on Joy Reid, <laughs> and she's like, well, do you think people that don't have insurance, that that get into a car accident, should never be able to get a car insurance ever again? Well, that's different. She's like, pray tell, how so? <laughs> you have insurance for credit, or she's like, oh, what about people that they lose their house through a hurricane? Because obviously she has the Miami connection. She's like, should they never be able to get right. home insurance again? Just because they have a quote-unquote pre-existing condition? Yep. And uh, he had no words other than uh, something like that. <laughs> it was pretty much his response. I can't believe he, they actually went on that show. Yeah. Most of, them are in, most of them are in hiding or on Fox News. Yeah. I, I'll give him props for showing up, but I mean... At the same time, I'm also like, bro, why? Just don't. Just don't. She's going to kill you. <laughs> just, just, just be quiet. Just be quiet. <laughs> just, let, just let the black lady show you the stats of how you're wrong. Because <laughs> that's what she's going to do. She's going to bring out the receipts. <laughs> All right, Maite. Are you ready for my favorite time of the week? Oh, my goodness. I see. Wait, am I done with the Trump care? How much it sucks. People, get out. Make cause. Do you, yeah, let's Call your give, senators. Let's give them that number again, Maite. 202-224-3121. You can do this, guys. And if you want to do something with other people, you can visit your local Planned Parenthood. We've been doing plenty of events. <laughs> yes, yes. Go visit Maite. <laughs> come, come and visit me. We had a... Well, no. We had a phone bank. Uh, one of our amazing Miami organizers did a phone bank, and one day, she, all, all the volunteers made a th- made twelve a thousand, thousand one hundred calls. That's amazing. To to Senator Rubio. Nice. So, I'm I'm sure the the poor people at his office are like, uh, Senator Rubio, we're, we we've lost tally. It's too many people. <laughs> if they could count that far. <laughs> One, two, three. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> so make those calls. Go out. If you like to be with other people. Yes. Tell them might they send you. <laughs> yes. No, but for real, guys. If the people in the wheelchairs can get their, their protest on, get arrested, 
you can pick up the phone and call. Like, it's two minutes, guys. Come on. You only have two senators and one congressperson, so it's not that many calls. <laughs> just, just, just do it. Um, I put it on my to-do All right, now let's go now to Trump Russia. All right. So, first story of the Trump Russia developments. Mueller has briefed up his team of lawyers, bringing witness sweeping expertise to Trump probe. A veteran federal prosecutor rec- was recruited by Robert Mueller's team for his special skill that, may com- skill that may come in handy in the investigation of the potential ties between Russia and Tr- Donald Trump and his 2016 campaign team. His skill is persuading witnesses to turn on friends, colleagues, and superiors. <laughs> Andrew Wiseman, who headed the U.S. Department of Criminal Fraud before joining Mueller's team last month, is best known for two assignments. He was the uh, premier investigator in the now-defunct energy company, Enron, and his specialty is organized crime cases in Brooklyn, New York. And uh, he has a very good record of getting witness cooperation. I say good on you, Mueller. Dios santo. He knows some people in some interesting locations. <laughs> yeah, I mean, all the Russian thugs from here in Brooklyn... I'm telling you, Coney Island, all these kind of like little sketchy areas over here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's your area. Yes, yes. That's why I, that's why I roll. The Russian peeps around here. <laughs> <laughs> and then the that's other. where you practice. That's where you practice your accent. Yes, I need to get. Back. I had to. That's where you practice your accent. I tried. I'm trying to deeply and- embed myself so my Russian accent is better for you. And take your shots. <laughs> yes. Take lots, your shots of vodka. Lots of vodka, yes. <laughs> so this story was a doozy. It was like a lot of little pieces and a lot of stuff we knew. And then just kind of like a little bit developed a little bit longer. It's from the Washington Post where Obama's secret struggle to punish Russia for Putin's election. It's a super long article, but it's a really interesting read. But I'll try to kind of recap it for you. So basically... Uh, the CIA, I'll give you guys a recap. The CIA, the intelligence bombshell that was in this letter that came to Obama was that it was a report drawn up from deep sourcing inside the Russian government that detailed Vladimir Putin's direct involvement in the Saver campaign to disrupt and discredit the U.S. presidential race. It went further to say that the intelligence captured Putin's specific instructions on the operation's audacious objectives, and it was to quote-unquote defeat or at least damage Hillary Clinton. And help elect Donald Trump. So they went back and forth on how to handle this, what to do. Uh, some people thought Obama did good. Some people think that they choked. You know, he ended up going with a light, like we're gonna sanction. You. We're gonna. He basically told Putin to knock it off, fuck off. And he thinks that that like some people <laughs> think that because he did that, Putin didn't go further. Like he thought like there was genuine concern that Putin because he had already been fucking around with the election machines that he would actually mess with the tallies. So they think that because Obama kind of like said, we know what you're doing, we know what you're up to. And if you don't knock it off, we're going to, we're going to act and attack you. Mm-hmm. They kind of like scaled back just how far they were willing to go. Once they knew that they were caught, they of course still pretend to be stupid about it. Like we don't know what you're talking about, but they generally think that that was part of what made him not go as far as he could have. doesn't mean that he won't now because, but then that also tells you that Obama cr- 
basically approved the cyber a counter cyber attack, which basically was the equivalent of leaving secret bombs in in the Kremlin's uh in, in the Kremlin's like cyber army that would could be detonated at any time. The only problem is they obviously haven't been detonated, or if they have, we don't know yet. But what do we think the odds are that Trump is gonna set off any of these cyber bombs that Obama left? Unless. Unless Putin doesn't tweet nice things to him, maybe. Uh, that's true. He he maybe on a fit of rage he might. And then some people went on. To tw- basically, I think this this was sourced by fifteen people with their knowledge eventually of this information, and of tr- uh, of Obama's thinking. That basically Obama wanted to do more. He wanted to be more aggressive, but he uh, he had a hard time because he tried to uh, roll out with a bipartisan statement, which I th- we've all heard, that McConnell was basically like, if you do this, I'm going to say that you're being political. So Obama had to, like, figure out how do I balance between protecting us from this crazy cyber threat because he didn't know how mm-hmm. far it was going to go. And still, he still has to handle the politics of the U.S. They were genuinely confident that Hillary was going to win anyway. So they were like, well, once she wins, we can go have the full-scale retaliation because at that point he thought he was leaving those those secret bombs for Hillary. You know what I mean? Mm, yeah. like, I'm going to sanction them now. I'm going to fuck up the, the, you know, that that's why they took away specifically the two compounds because that's where they found that the Russians, they had Russians in Russia and they had Russians in the U.S. doing, partaking in this attack. And the ones that were mm-hmm. here were in those two compounds. So Obama said, we're going to leave the cyber attack bombs and we're going to kick them out. And then that'll be good for now. And then when Hillary gets in, then she can have a more commensurate response. Once we start revealing to the public what we know, and we'll be safe from being called political because at that point she'll have been in office. You know? Right. So I guess this is what but... I can talk about in Monday morning quarterback. I mean, there's no right answer. I mean, honestly, there really isn't. But what are your but, thoughts? Like, what do you think? Should he done but more? then Hillary was not president, so then we are fucked. Yeah, you're right. I mean, he, everyone thought she was going to be president, so. Yeah. So when you're making. But not Putin, because yeah. Putin was going to make him president. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, part of me thinks that Putin thought he was going to make her weak. He's like. She's going to be a weak president. That's what I thought he was going to... I, I don't even think Putin thought he was going to get it as good as he got it. <laughs> I generally don't. Do you? Um, I think he might have thought that like so much interfering would have helped him. It's complicated. But yeah, yes, I it is. What are your thoughts, though? Do you think Obama could have acted differently or should have acted? Or? I mean, but, but Obama has never... like. His, he has always been more into caution, mm-hmm. which I think a lot of people always criticize that, that he wasn't one just to, like, jump in and go to the extreme. He was very cautious as a president. Mm-hmm. Um, and, I, and, I, and I think he probably did that just to set, you know, go slowly, not go quickly and see what happens. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I would like him to do more, but Obama was always a very cautious president. Yeah, and it's also complicated to, for him to do more with the political climate he had here. And I think a yep. big factor was that they generally thought Hillary was going to win. So they're like, well, we can we can wait to deal with this. Mm-hmm. 
He's like, let's just get her all briefed up and then we'll be good to go. Yeah. <sighs> and then this moron came out, but he knew that she was going to be president. He had two weeks to act. Yeah, he did. Which I think that's when he approved the cyber bombs. But, right. I mean, it's also like, that's great, but you know the moron's not going to use them unless, well, you made a good point though. If he gets angry enough and he has a little tantrum, he might. Oh, yeah. Putin doesn't do what he says or when, in the Twitter machine. Or when Putin starts to be like, no. <laughs> or if Putin actually gets bossy and says, uh, I'm going to release the PP tape now. Oh, my God. I knew you were going to go there. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> just kind of like SNL, just show up yeah. with a cue card. PP tape. <laughs> <laughs> Please, if it ever gets released, don't forward it to me. I don't want to see it. You don't have to worry about me. You have to worry about Carla. <laughs> We're going to be true. real. Because I'm going to be traumatized. That is so true. Like I, She's, she's going to be texting the link without anything in it. And yes. then we're going to hit it thinking, what is this? And then we're going to be like, ah, my eyes. I saw this. I can't take it back. Yeah, we need to be careful of, of random links from Carla without further description. <laughs> yeah, because I mean... As far as I'm concerned, I'm all about the PP tape being released, but I just want to know that it exists. It's been verified. That's all I need to know. I don't need to see it. Yes, exactly. <laughs> just confirm that, you know, it's it's there. It's it's real. That's all I need to know. I don't need more. <laughs> well, speaking of Trump idiocy, you want to dive into a new segment that came up with us? I came up for us. It's called the Trump Idiot of the Week. <laughs> Let's do it. And I have a good one. North Carolina woman wears a pro-Trump shirt to Starbucks. The barista writes instead of her name, build a wall on her cup. A North Carolina woman said she was offended when she stopped at a local Starbucks wearing a Donald Trump t-shirt and the barista allegedly wrote one of the president's campaign slogans on her cup. Kayla Hart said she was embarrassed on Wednesday when the barista at the Starbucks in Dilworth printed build a wall on her cup. They shouted build a wall and kind of shoved the drink at me, and all the baristas were in the back cracking up and yelling, build the wall at me. She told <laughs> So, macchiato for build the wall. Macchiato for build the wall. Uh, Try to get over it. People mess up my name all the time at Starbucks. That's much better than messing up your name. <laughs> well, I, there's more about this. She said, I just walked out because everyone was just staring at me. Hart says she felt bullied despite the fact that the slogan is popular among Trump supporters. I just, she says, I just find it really sad that you can't wear a t-shirt supporting our president without being humiliated or made fun of. She continued. For the way I see it, if I were an I'm with her shirt and I roll into the Starbucks and they start yelling stronger together, love Trump's hate or something like that at me, I'm not going to be embarrassed. I have nothing to be embarrassed about. Right? Exactly. Why are nope. you embarrassed and humiliated? Hmm. Because she probably doesn't feel embarrassed of her own shirt. So what I'm saying. So, I mean, because they literally just quoted something he said. They didn't say any curse words. They didn't curse her out. They didn't say anything offensive. They literally just said, pull the wall, which is what he says all the fucking time. When he's rallying his camp for his re-election campaign, he's still saying, build a wall. Now it's a solar wall now, because we're getting fancy up in here, but... He's still trying to build that wall, might they? It's, 
it was what already was allocated. But he built it. I, I, I'm just... He thought about it, my day. It was the first one to think about it, of course. I'm just, I just can't get over her because, first of all, I thought liberals were supposed to be the snowflakes and homegirl can't even take a fucking joke. <laughs> and, like, she's really, like, I was offended. Clutch the pearls, my thing. Clutch the pearls. Let me get her a mint tulip in the south. Oh, my God. That is, uh, that's funny, though. I wish I would have been in that Starbucks. I, I would have been chanting build the wall like with the baristas. I'm not going to lie. I would have totally been an asshole. <laughs> You can't help it. Like, I'm just picturing, you know, like when they just call your name, like, you know, <laughs> Mocolate, Venti Mocolate for Andrea, but instead it's build the wall. Oh my god. No. And if you don't respond right away, they're like, start yelling it again and they yeah. get out again. So it's either my tie or my or May or me. <laughs> I tell you. I rather hear it makes more sense. I know. I thought it was clever because it was a kind of like a big, nice. It was a very southern, bless your heart, fuck you, without really cursing her out, I thought. I mean, if you're wearing, like, if I wore a shirt, a plain pair of shirt, and someone put something like stand with PP or some of our slogans, I would be like, yes, okay with it. I mean, if you call me a baby killer, that's different. But if you do a slogan <laughs> thing, I would. But that's not okay, Pan awesome. slogan, though. That's the difference. Yeah, okay, no matter what. <laughs> Take care of my vagina. I'm like, yes, I keep on taking care of my vagina. <laughs> You're here for it as you sip on your coffee. Yeah, like, and she apparently just walked away, like, all scared, like a little snowflake. Precious. Did she take her coffee or leave it? I think she said she took it. She grabbed it and she walked away, she said. She wasn't, she wasn't that scared. Yeah. <laughs> Did you check if they spit on it? <laughs> <laughs> Gotta make sure about these things. Oh, my day. So that is our Trump idiot of the week. I was very amused. That was. that. That's amazing. Yes. I I, I kind of want to go to that Starbucks in North Carolina and give the barista some, some love. And give him a nice tip. Uh, yeah, I would have given the barista a nice tip. Yeah. Starbucks. Give them more tips. <laughs> yes. More tips for you. Um... I think we were we were short and sweet this week, my dear, but that is the show. That is. I mean, let's see what happens next week with this Trump care thing. I know, because we do expect them that they're going to try to rush us out before the 4th of July break. They're let's give you the number one more time, guys. 202-224-3121. Make sure you call Congress, guys. Get on it. Make them scared. All you people that have personal stories of how it's going to affect you, please start sharing that on your social media because people don't realize how much it affects people that actually have it. Yeah, definitely. It is all hands on deck to try to stop this atrocity because in the meantime, like Mike said, we'll be back next week with more show for you guys. Uh, we think we'll confirm we'll be back because it'll be for the night weekend i'm not sure if the four of us will be able the three of us will be able to get back together but we'll figure out something we'll be back eventually guys god it's it's july already i know i have to update you on the special elections we're gonna have in florida i have to get the dates so next time we meet yes i'll get you for the senate district 40 that frank artillas district that he got taken all away oh that's right said the the racist fool. So that's that's coming up. 
Um, so I'll update you all on the next call. Sweet. I'm here for it. Oh. Anything to replace a racist fool. I'm all about it. Uh, Let's do that yes, and replace him with a non-racist fool this time, guys. Yes, please. <laughs> but we'll be back soon, guys. So you can find us at pocpodcast.com. You can find links to all the show notes and everything that we talked about. If you didn't catch the number to the Senate, it'll be on the notes as well. It's You can email us at info at pocpodcast.com. You can find us on the Twitter machine at pocpodcast, at facebook.com slash group slash pocpodcast. And you can call us as well once you're done calling your senators and your congresspeople. You can call us at 347-709-3247. We look forward to hearing from you guys, and we'll be back next week. Thanks, Bye, man. everyone. <laughs> Bye, guys. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.